Today, many doctors prescribe basic pharmaceuticals to their patients who aren't feeling well or have various aches or pains. Is this the right course of action for all patients? Definitely not. Find out about healthy, natural ways to help you feel your best by tuning into the CBD Ed Show with host Edward Cheney. Ed will explain full-spectrum CBD, where the whole hemp plant can be used for treatment, and answer all of your questions about CBD and natural treatment in general. Listen Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Variety. Welcome to the CBD Ed Show with Edward Cheney, the founder and CEO of Canafil, a manufacturer of CBD-infused products for human and pet consumption. In this program, we will discuss the uses of CBD and other methods for alternatives and complements to conventional medical treatment. Now, here is your host, Ed Cheney. Hello, listeners. Welcome to the CBD Ed Show. I am here with my co-host, Kimberly Rose. Hello, everyone. Today, we are treated with a guest who I think is very special because she's very passionate about the hemp plant. Uh, today we have with us is Jill Norowski, and she is the founder and owner of the Wonder Crop, and also a hemp advocacy. Oh, <laughs> I'm boy, sure that's I said toughie, that right. Right. <laughs> right. Welcome to the show today, Jill. Thank you, Ed, for having me. Ah, I'm sure our listeners will benefit from you. Today's discussion. I got to be really honest. Uh, here's uh, here's the uh, the agenda for today. Um, when it comes to hemp and cannabis. There are a lot of misconceptions and stigmas around that, uh, especially with our baby boomers. Uh, you know, in this show, we have kind of an agenda. We're trying to protect this plant for our future generations. Uh, and to be absolutely honest, baby boomers, we need you on this one. We need your wisdom. Uh, you've been around for a while. Uh, you, have, uh, you have the ability to have an impact here. I don't think this is something we can leave up to our millennials. So we are here to help give you some information that might help uh, shed some light on some of these misconceptions uh, that are around hemp, cannabis, CBD, marijuana, such as that. And that'll be the big point of our discussion today. Why is this so important? I'll tell you why. All right, baby boomers, without having you on this train, uh, I feel that there may not be enough talent, and I can say that clearly because I watched FDA do a backdoor deal that, and I know, I, I, I'm being opinionated here, it might have been a backdoor deal, it might not have been, but when they approve Epidiolex, by, by in fact, they also caused CBD to be listed as a drug substance. And as soon as that got listed as a drug substance, it no longer fit in the definition of dietary supplement. All right, so it is my opinion. The FDA did that early on so that they could keep control of this plant. Now, whether that was a backdoor deal with Big Pharma, I don't, I can't tell you that, uh, but I know that it did take control of this plant uh, or the CBD in this plant. And if you notice, there has not been another CBD pharmaceutical drug approved since because that's really all they had to do was just one. And that's Section 503. So, again, a substance and an active ingredient and an approved drug under Section 503, that substance is considered a drug and is now excluded from the dietary supplement definition. All right. So, 
I really, really want to get you guys on board. So, baby boomers, let's have a discussion, a conversation on dispelling some of these misconceptions and stigmas. So, follow in. We've got about 13 questions that have been posed to us uh, by the baby boomer segment of our listening audience and our clients. And those are the ones we want to share with you today. So, let's start out with most baby boomers. Would you guys agree are using CBD for pain, inflammation, arthritis, things like that because it's not masking the damage or the the issue? It's not like pharmaceuticals mask the issue. Uh, this is more so allowing your body to treat it. So this is why it's super popular for uh, our baby boomers. Yes, I would agree. Yeah, that is why they're that. That's definitely why they're coming into the store. It's for pain. Um, anxiety, uh, but mainly pain, the yeah, baby boomers. I, I thought for sure I'd see sleep on here, but yeah, I, I, I think you're right. It's, it's predominantly pain, inflammation, arthritis, and such as that. Right, and which are going to cause anxiety and insomnia and all that other stuff. It all point. just good keys point. together. Yeah. And when you can offer them something that isn't going to give them any noticeable side effects, um, you know, such as disorientation or anything else that a lot of pharmaceuticals do give them, of course they're going to want something that, like CBD, that's going to help them with their issue and not give them other problems. Yeah, Jill, I tell you, if I were to have this conversation uh, with you regarding pharmaceutical products that, <laughs> you know, our baby boomers are taking and that long list of side Side effects. Oh my goodness, we could talk the entire mm -hmm. show just on that one mm -hmm. subject. Yeah, and I know you have a lot to contribute to it too. And I hope we have you come back when uh, when we tee that subject up. Um, all righty, let's get a quick. What is CBD? So we start this show off correctly with this is a mild amount of information. Now, um, listen, CBD is just a molecule. All right, and that molecule is found in the cannabis strain of plants. It just happens to be in abundance with the hemp plant. Yes. All right. And, um, Kim, so uh, you've taught this to your customers over and over and over again. Uh, how does that molecule interact with the endocannabinoid system? Well, yes, it goes into your system, and you have receptors in your body. They're already there. It, and a pharmaceutical will go in and attach itself to one certain receptor. But CBD will go in and attach itself to all those receptors that are going off. Anything that ha is inflamed or stressed or whatever that Whatever your symptom is, it'll go in there through your whole body and calm all those receptors. Right. And I think by nature, what you've just shared uh, dispels one of the first misconceptions. This is not snake oil. The fact that so many baby boomers had heard, oh, what? It cures that too? Oh, my God. I mean, I, I, you've heard that before, haven't you? Oh, uh, yes. I've yeah. heard snake oil before. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> and so, and it would be considered a snake oil if it followed the pharmaceutical line of thinking, which is the mask, the issue. This doesn't. This goes into your endocannabinoid system, brings you to homeostasis so that your body knows, and it had already the skill to do things like 
fix your pain and your your inflammation and right. your anxieties. I already had that skill, so this just provided a mechanism to allow it to work. Right. Yeah. All right, baby boomers. First myth: this is not snake oil. This is just a molecule that's capable of bringing your body to homeostasis so it works. Right. So that it can spend time repairing things and not try and figure out what's going on. If your body is so busy trying to figure out what the heck is going on. Like when you take a pharmaceutical. Yeah. (laughs) And you might calm this one, but this guy over here grows bigger because this one's being, it's just, it's crazy. Well said. What can happen. Yeah, we like to say that your body doesn't have an ibuprofen system. It has an endocannabinoid system. Yeah. Nice, Jill. So, and it really Uh does. It it speaks to how the body is able to openly accept CBD into your body and allow it to, to... improve the system that's already existing in your body. Mm-hmm. And it's not just one system, as you said, Kim. It's, it's the whole body. It just welcomes it in, and, um, and it already exists. It's really just waking it up and saying, okay, body, do your thing. You know, we're going to make you feel good now. And it does it in a way that your body doesn't reject it. Right, right. Uh-huh. Yeah. Terrific. Love it. Uh, thanks for having that conversation. I'm sure our listeners got a lot from that one. Um, second question that came up to us, uh, isn't CBD and cannabis? Uh, so I'm, I'm sure this question is, uh, so CBD and cannabis, but cannabis has a variety of strains. Hemp, marijuana are the two biggest one, the substrains of each. Um, so who wants, to, who wants to table this one? Go ahead, Jill. Well, I, you yeah. know, I, I like to use metaphors. Uh, yes. So, you know, you could say that it's the expression um, comparing apples to oranges. So apples and oranges, they're both fruit, but no one can say that an orange tastes like an apple. So if you think about cannabis being the fruit, then there are lots of different types of fruit, and they have different properties. So if you think about hemp being that apple, it's going to have different benefits to your body versus that orange. Vitamin C versus uh, you know, vitamin A, whatever's in an apple, actually. Mm-hmm. So that, that's how we like to say it. It's, it's, you really can't lump them all together as far as being the same molecules. Agreed, right? agreed. Kim? Right, 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 yes. I, well... Uh, I break it down to super simple for my customers. You've got the hemp plant and you've got the cannabis plant. Marijuana plant. Marijuana plant. And the hemp plant just has very high CBD and a little bit of THC in it. And the marijuana plant has high THC and low CBD. And so there's just, it is the same family, but it they are two distinctly different plants within the same family. Within the same family. Yes. And again, I know that created a lot of misconceptions uh, in our baby boomers. Yeah. You know, when, they, when we talk cannabis, immediately they think of marijuana. Marijuana, right. right. And Jill, I think you had a point, uh, you know, where the baby boomers may have started started to build that programming. Absolutely. So it's it's it goes back to the generation really before the baby boomers. So if you think about in the 30s, in 1937 the Marijuana Tax Act 
And that essentially applied a tax, a very high tax at the time, hundreds of dollars, which in the 30s to a farmer was a lot of money. And so the government applied that tax to them growing hemp, growing cannabis. And before that, it was actually required, and even our founders required, that to, uh, to be a landowner, you had to cultivate hemp. Yep. So it was very common for people to do it. Now, the reasoning behind the government applying that tax was they really wanted to have control over the agriculture industry and over the, um, the other benefits of the plant. So when they applied that tax, the farmers were really there. It was very difficult for them to grow it anymore. So the only people who could grow it was the government. And so in doing so, they they really limited the production and they restricted and essentially killed the agriculture and the industry. And as that got into the 40s and 50s, um, the government started to release, not the government actually, I shouldn't say that, uh, but there was a film that was actually created that was called Tell Your Children, and it was actually funded by a church group, and it was released in 1939, I believe, and um, that film was quickly bought. It was originally supposed to be a morality tale, and the film was bought and uh, was turned into a what really could be called an exploitation film. The, uh, the gentleman who bought the film, he uh, recut it and edited in, um, you know, shots of crazed, mad, mad people oh. and individuals who were out of their minds and, you know, killing themselves and, and hurting people. And so he essentially took what was meant to be just a simple morality tale and turned it into a, um, a public display of the dangers of marijuana. And this film was, by 1942, was shown in theaters all across the country. So if you think about the where you were able to get your news um, in the 30s and 40s, a lot of people didn't get it from, you know, the sources that we have. We don't have, we didn't have uh, social media, of course, in mm-hmm. the 40s. Right. So people really in the, in the 30s and 40s really took that film as truth. And anything that they saw, if they saw it in the media, they believed it. Yeah. Still happens today. Yeah. Yeah. And it happened to the baby boomers right after that. That theme just kept yeah, the, the building. News. Yeah. Well, then the news went to, went to sensationalizing their, their stories as opposed to uh, revealing them for a helpful nature. And then the Internet showed up. And, wow, you know, everybody believed everything that was on the Internet. Yeah. Um, all right. So, uh, so hey, listen, baby boomers, it's okay. We know where it started. Let's keep going. Another misconception. Will I get high off of CBD? Listen, so on previous shows, we've already talked and we've done it with research. Uh, and that research can be seen on our website uh, that uh, CBD is not psychoactive. Right. That's it. I tell my customers that every day. You are not. It, it's in there. The THC is in there, but it is not enough, and you will not feel the effects of the TH of THC. Right. The level of THC in a hemp plant normally is below 0.03. I have a feeling that's going to get affected over the next number of years because all the research says that THC is a powerful healing molecule for our endocannabinoid system. Just having too much of it, like it's in the marijuana plant, just leads to staying up watching Led Zeppelin. Anyway. (laughs) 
Um, you know, the reality, Ed, is that if you think about even if that percentage is raised, which is really the goal of the agricultural community, is to raise that percentage to 1% so that they can continue to have realistic guidelines and, and receive genetics, you know, the seeds that they get that are, that are hemp. Yeah. But to have it be 1%, which is where they would be able to have um, seeds and genetics that could grow. And right now, it's so difficult to get to that low percentage. On the poor farmer. Yeah. I know. So even if it's over 1%, most strains of marijuana where you're even going to feel any of that psychoactive effects are 10% or higher. So 10 times what we're looking to get. All right. It's a big difference. Yeah. It, it is. And we've seen that in the products, even the strong CBD tinctures, ones that claim, you know, 150 milligrams in a single dose. Nobody's getting high. No. We're just sharing that from personal experience. I sat down and did 240 milligrams of CBD, full spectrum. That means it has THC in it and everything. Did nothing would give me clarity. I felt something coming on. What it ended up being was clarity. Yeah. All right. Anyway, that was right. just a personal experience, Cher. Right. I mean, we're not saying you're not going to feel CBD. Of course you are. You're going to feel the effects. Right. You're just not going to be high. Not, not going to get high. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Now, these are all the people that are currently following the current standards for CBD. Again, I always want to caution everybody when you're out buying CBD, make sure you check in uh, that the place that you're buying for is meeting standards that are currently set. Okay, next question. What is the difference between CBD oil and hemp oil? Why did this question come up? I'm pretty sure Amazon's got something to do with it. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, products out there um, that, you know, say that they're CBD, but they're just hemp oil. And I know they say hemp oil, but everybody that goes on Amazon says, no, that's that's CBD. <laughs> okay, well, no, it's it, it. there might be a little bit of CBD in there, but it is really just hemp oil. You can go ahead and cook your breakfast in it. It's not yeah. going to give you the benefits that you, that you need. So it, maybe we should um, explain a little bit about the difference in how they're made. So the hemp oil is made from cold pressing the seeds, right. just like you would any other nut oil that you get, almond oil or anything like that, sesame oil. So when you cold press the seeds, you're just getting the literally the concentrated oil out of that seed. CBD is extracted through the plant through a process that removes the molecule from the plant so you can isolate it or put it in other products. So they're completely different processes. Right. And, um, you know, it's really like saying you – you know, if you take a, a, a medicine and you crush it down and put it in a capsule, um, you know, that's different than just eating, consuming the plant itself. So, like, if you eat just an orange, that's not the same as taking a vitamin C capsule. So, they're mm-hmm. two very different. Right, right. Yeah, and the makeup of the seed being being uh, extra, being uh, processed the way it is, there is no discernible amount of CBD in mm-hmm. that seed. That abundance of that molecule 
was created over time as the plant grew. Correct. It's yeah, actually so. in the flower of the plant. So yeah. you really can't even get the cannabinoids to their full potential and until you have the flower. Right. Right. And let's, uh, you know, before we wrap up, let's, let's have another conversation about that flower. We have talked about this before, but specifically for you, your baby boomers, when you see a super inexpensive CBD product out there, look for the origin of the CBD because we know that on the market... CBD can be extracted from the salt, the stalks, but is not the best CBD for you. Mostly want, you want it to come from the flowers and the leaves. Now, flowers and the leaves, $800, $1,100 per pound, $25 a pound for the stalks. So, guys, when you see super cheap CBD, it's likely that's what you're looking at. Okay, we have uh, a number of more questions to go through. We're going to get through them in our next segment. So we're going to take a short break. Make sure you come back. These are important things. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Live authentically. Heal naturally with Canafil. We have three unique blends for pain relief, reducing stress, and promoting healthy sleep. Visit Canafil.com for the convenience of online shopping that includes free shipping. Or if you're in Arizona, stop by our store in Phoenix for personal consultation and product selection. Our friendly staff is here to help you. All of our products have full third-party testing and a seven-day satisfaction guarantee. Call 480-599-1003 or visit Canafil.com. Canafil, giving you your life back. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Live Fridays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Want an insider's pass to everything that goes on in Hollywood? Join Summer Helene every week for Behind the Scenes. Summer Helene is known as the Duchess of Hollywood because she knows the insiders, legends, and celebs and brings the stories, the gossip, and the backstage scoop. It's the real Hollywood, though. So this program is for adults only. Behind the Scenes can be heard live every Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on The Voice of America Variety Channel. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are tuned in to the CBD Ed Show. If you have a question that you'd like addressed on a future episode of our program, please send an email to info at canafil.com. That's info at C-A-N-N-A-F-Y-L.com. Now back to the CBD Ed Show. All right. 
Welcome back, listeners, to the CBD Ed Show. Here with Kimberly Rose and Jill. Thank you. Let's continue with our list of questions. Okay, and these questions have been posed by a lot of our listeners and baby boomers, uh, and we're here to help dispel some of those misconceptions. Uh, our first, our, our first question of this segment is going to be: What is the difference between? Isolate, broad spectrum, and full spectrum CBD products. You've heard these terms. You've seen them on the labels. What the heck do they mean? Now, we're going to go briefly over this because we have so much documentation on this on the website, as well as you can look back in previous shows, uh, and you will see this title show up, and you can you know, hear in a whole hour of this topic. Uh, so the difference between these three, isolates, broad spectrum, and full spectrum, is as simple as this. Isolate. Isolate it, just CBD. There is nothing else from that plant in that product. CBD all by itself. And then you go to broad spectrum, next level up. They allowed all the phytomaterial to follow that CBD, but did not allow any of the other cannabinoids to come with it. Okay, and what do I mean by that? They removed the THC. They removed the CBG, CBN, all those other cannabinoids. Only cannabinoid that was filtered out of that was CBD. And then the last product is called Full Spectrum. And Full Spectrum, everything that that plant had to offer that was tied to the human endocannabinoid system is in that product. Okay, so being all the terpenes, all the other vitamins that are, uh, the phytovitamins that are in that planet, and all of the cannabinoids that that planet makes. And cannabinoids, including CBD, CBG, CBN, THC, Delta 9, all those. All those cannabinoids are in that, uh, that mixture, okay? Um, anything you want to add to that, Kimberly? Uh, that's pretty much how I describe it. I, I describe the full spectrum as the most powerful formula, um, and then the broad spectrum, and then the isolate. Is Perfect. Yeah, we'll, 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 we'll even talk about which one's better a little bit later on, because it is a subject. A uh, question that came up. Anything, Jill? Well, I was going to go to that question, so I'll just let you lead the way to that. <laughs> you got it. Yeah, because I actually like that topic. Me too. Um, all right, so let's move into what are terpenes? You heard me say both broad spectrum and full spectrum include all the terpenes this plant produces. Uh, and you should know in that plant, there are a hundred or more terpenes in it. Yeah. yeah. And I think a terpene that everybody can connect to uh, is uh, the one in oranges because mm-hmm. it gives us its distinct smell. Terpenes, limonene is what is in oranges. Mm-hmm. All right. It also just happens to that limonene has effects of anti-inflammation. Uh, so I, one of the big ones for limonene. So you can see why it's a helpful product or component inside of either broad spectrum or full spectrum terpenes. Uh, terpenes. Kimberly, what do you want to add for terpenes? What are they? Well, like you explained, they're in all the plants. Um, mm-hmm. I, I love the fact, uh, I, I really like to get a CBD product in my store that has terpenes in there. It, they just really make a difference there. They, they do many different things in the body that um, you, nobody even knew about. Right. I mean, unless you are, you know, interested in plants and all that they, <laughs> all the benefits they can give you, most of my customers have never heard terpene. Yeah, alpha panine, 
Yeah. It helps you with uh, stress and anxiety. Yep. And focus. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and it just, those things are something you want to have in your CBD yeah. formula. And they're flavorless. They are just a homeopathic, natural way to assist what the CBD is helping with. Yeah. Okay. So, and you'll see a lot of, you'll see a lot of brands out there that will talk about CBD infused with terpenes specifically at an issue, a human issue like sleep or anxiety or pain and inflammation. Listen, I'm giving you the go-ahead. That's a, as long as that is present, by the way, can be checked by looking at their third-party test results. If it's in there, it's good. Yeah. From our cert research, from our knowledge, it is good. Jill, anything you would like to add about what are terpenes? It's interesting what you just mentioned about how they're flavorless. So it's, an, I think we should point out too to our listeners that the smell that you're getting or the taste of your tincture is typically uh, a natural flavor that's added. Then, so it, even though it may be, it may have limonene noted as a terpene, you're not tasting that limonene. Mm-hmm. So, um, but they are also in there. So even if you don't taste anything, if you have a full spectrum product, you're still getting the benefit of all those terpenes. Yep. Yep, this is very, very true. Um, and again, you're doing it naturally. It's a natural Love substance, it. which is what we're really trying to keep CBD in that category. Um, the more natural, the smaller amount of ingredients yep. in the bottle, for me, feels like the best way to do it. If you've got 40 things listed right. on the ingredients, it's just, it's not what we want. All right. Then we'll have to uh, you call you a pharmacist or you a pharmaceutical. Um, and by the way, so the difference between CBD and hemp oil and uh, the difference between isolate, broad spectrum and full spectrum, you will see both of these blogs uh, on the website. Um, uh, and terpenes, you'll we'll see all three of those. So, right. all right, let's a uh, conversation about what is the entourage effect. And I should share with everybody, this was a study uh, done back in 2000. And anybody want to guess? I'm going to suggest it was 2010, uh, uh, and, and, and it was an Italian group who did this study. Uh, and it simply is this. They call it the bell curve study. And what they were looking at was the difference between using an isolate CBD and a full-spectrum CBD on patients with pain. And what they discovered was this. The bell curve was this, an isolate when the when the when the uh, patient took an isolate for pain, the more they took the 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 bell curve. In other words, the its capability of following that line with solving the pain issue would stop with it with a isolate. So with a single cannabinoid only, you could only get so far and then you're saturated and you couldn't do it anymore. Right. I guess so what that means is if you have pain and you take, you know, 40 milligrams of CBD isolate and it didn't solve the pain, you go try to take another 80 milligrams of CBD isolate, nada, ain't going to do anything. Okay, that's what this study revealed. They, and in the, in, in the adverse is when they treated the patient with a full spectrum, having CBG, CBN, THC, CBD, having all of them, that the more, the higher the dose, the more the effect. In other words, it lasted longer and it continued to be stronger. Okay, so difference between isolate and 
full spectrum were discerned through this study they call the entourage effect. And by the way, anybody wants to check it out, just type in entourage effect. You don't even have to fight in CBD. That's how popular that study was. And it's really, it's really a phenomenal study. And um, to, to throw another metaphor, if you think about the, the endocannabinoid system as, as literally a system, so it's a group that works together to help your body. Um, so if, you were, if you're having a, um, a big boulder and you have, you know, 100 people that are lifting the boulder and one person stops lifting the boulder, then the other people have to work harder. So if you're isolating one molecule in the system, if one person has to carry that whole boulder, they're going to get tired yeah. and they're not going to be able to work as hard and they're not going to be able to work as, as, as they would if they had help. So with the entourage effect, you're giving every person and every molecule its place to really help. So that's really why it works better because they're all, they're all friends and they all want to help each other right. and they lift everything up in your body better working together. That is well, well put. That is very well put. The human endocannabinoid system is not a super complicated one, but it is full of receptors. Yep. And having multiple cannabinoids, uh, that's a perfect analogy of how that worked better. Uh, and thank you for sharing that. I, I'm actually going to use that next yeah, time a client me asks me. Um, <laughs> okay, the entourage effect. Uh, it can be a very helpful study to review before making your next purchase. All right, can I drive my, with CBD in my car? And also, how about flying? So where are we at with, you know, CBD and your person when you're out and about in the public, like driving or flying? Okay. Well, I, I personally don't think that I, there's been any issue with uh, driving around with CBD and or flying. I've done both. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I've never had an issue. Um, I don't think that there's any reason not to feel comfortable having CBD on your person at all time. Okay. I would say the only uh, only exception to that would be if someone is consuming CBD flour. So if they're smoking or vaping, which is the mm -hmm. fastest and most direct way to receive the benefits of CBD, um, then, then they should take precautions when, when driving and make sure that they do have the, the container with them. Because if you just have a little baggie with some flour, it's going to look just like it's cousin marijuana in that baggie. Yeah, that's true. So you true. may want to think about that. Yeah, yeah. Right. I don't have that in my store yet. So that's yeah. why I, I have not, I have not I thought of that. That's a very Keep good it in idea. What it comes in. Yeah. Um, very good idea. And we have shared in the past uh, episodes that uh, if you are concerned about this, make sure that you have the package, you have mm -hmm. the sales receipt, and you have the test result. Boom. You are now completely cl compliant. Yeah. Now, but let's talk about compliance. So we know that hemp derived from CBD under 0.3% THC is federally legal. I'll say that again. It's federally legal. At, it means all 50 states, it doesn't matter. It's federally legal. But then the Farm Bill gave the right for states to impose their own issues. And so there are a few states that may have laws that you need to check into. And by the way, on our last segment, we'll review some of those for you. But that's, that's the first point. And the second point, when it comes to uh, like flying with uh, CBD, TSA has already announced. We got no issues. 
Mm-hmm. By the way, we're not here to check for drugs anyway. Mm-hmm. If we do see something, we'll send it over to the appropriate uh, resources, for, you know, probably the local uh, DAs or whatever. But DEA has already openly admitted that hemp-derived CBD under 0.3% is nothing they're going to give us concern with. So, again, so it doesn't look like anybody's looking except for some of the, you know, the obvious things like you were talking about. You know, if there's a pre-roll, you know, it looks suspicious. But, again, go through the act. Go, let them see what they need to see and, and let you get on your way. This will all get straightened out in 2021. I'm positive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, okay. So hopefully that helps. Uh, let's go to will I fail a drug test? All right, listen, the short answer is you can. What is a drug test? Test for THC. What's in a full spectrum product? THC. Is there enough to get you high? No. Is there enough to fail a drug test? Possibly. We've had both. We've had people who are taking 20, 30 milligrams a day not get a a hit on a drug test, and we've had people that might do the same amount. And yes, by the way, anything less than I've never heard anybody getting uh, hit on a drug test under like, you know, 30 30 milligrams of CBD daily. I've not heard of anybody doing that. Right. By the way, when I say 30 milligrams of CBD, I'm talking about full spectrum, so it has the THC in it. You should know the answer to this question about can you fail a drug test if you're only doing CBD isolate? No, because what does that mean? Isolate was removed from that mixture. I'm sorry, THC was removed from that mixture. Okay. Yes. All right. What do you What do you guys know? I don't know a lot in this area. I have not had anyone come back and say they failed a drug test. I mean, we're very clear at the store. This, if you're going to buy a full spectrum, there's THC in it. If you have any concerns, we can move on to a broad spectrum or an isolate. Right. Um, so I don't, I, I have no no knowledge that anybody's ever tested positive right. for for THC. I haven't known anyone personally either that's tested positive, but I I do know that the majority of employers. If you go to take a test and you fail that test and you're able to provide some form of documentation that indicates the reasoning behind your failure, then they have to review that. So you can just go and bring them the documentation and the packaging from your product and show them what you've taken and um, and give them the opportunity to retest. Yeah, Forbes put out an article not too long ago that suggested employers are now pulling back on their THC testing for just this reason. Well, let's put it, it's, it's selfish for them because they've likely got sued a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they are pulling back. Now, I hate enabling poor behavior, but Kimberly, at your store, don't you offer a solution for those who are super uber concerned about drug testing uh, at their work? I know that you have uh, THC testing um, Strips. You, yeah, you have the whole process there. And you know, so your clients can come into the store, grab that, the instructions to do it, and they can do their own self-testing. Right. Uh, if, in fact, they need it. But again, baby boomers, I don't like enabling poor behavior. And I think uh, enough THC to be helpful and never to be uh, psychoactive, it's good for you. Right. 
and right. and Jill's chomping at the bit, going, "What? So you won't take THC, but you will take opioids for pain, right?" All right, so we're going to keep her. Yeah, keep her back for just a few more. Well, even the pain management <laughs> clinics are. Oh, you can't have THC in your oh, body. Oh my goodness! What? Oh. Wow. Oh. <laughs> uh, that could be a fun conversation, too. Oh, yeah. 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 That's a whole other show. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. It gave me the chills just thinking about having it. All right. Uh, will CBD interact with my medication? Should I tell my doctor I'm taking CBD? Let me answer the second one. Yes. <laughs> tell your doctor you're taking CBD. Two reasons why. One is it helps with our mission. Get them, tell, inform them. They are still constrained by AMA and their insurance companies. But right. again, that'll go away soon. Uh, but I'd like to get everybody, all the doctors I know are on board. They're just, their hands are still tight. Yeah. But yeah. they're on board. As long as you stay, um, you know, healthy and you're staying within your realm of, yeah. of physicalness, you should be proud that you are taking uh-huh. CBD and that it is helping you in all these other areas. All right. Well, let's um, uh, let's um, let's talk about this. Of it, interaction with other medications uh, is something I do want to surface, and we did a, I did a show on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so again, look back at our episodes, and you get more information on this. Uh, but here's the quick and dirty. It has shown that CBD might have an impact on how pharmaceuticals metabolize or break down in your body. Okay, and what that means is it could either slow the metabolism or increase it, thereby you might get a different dose of that medication, not a dose that was it was designed to give. So that is the only current impact that they're seeing. Now, it also seems to be pretty relevant that if your pharmaceutical, if your prescription has a grapefruit warning on it, that that's the one you want to bring to your doctor. So, because grapefruit happens to have the same type of characteristics, it will have an impact on how your your prescription medication breaks down in your body once you take it. Okay? So, grapefruit warning. Keep that one in mind. Two, always tell your doctor when you're taking stuff. Man, that's what you're paying for. Right. Exactly. Jill? Absolutely. Even any other kind of, of, you know, natural vitamins or therapies that you're taking, you should always share those with your doctor. Yeah. And I find that they're... Their role, as to your point, Ed, is is very large in us in us being able to openly talk about it. Because as soon as we go in and we're and we're not able to be honest with our doctors, they're not going to really be able to help us. Okay. And that that applies to anything. Mm-hmm. So if you keep things from them, but uh, it, you know, also the the drugs working differently in your body, I find that very interesting because if you think about what the cannabinoids are doing in your body. They're helping your body function on a, on a higher level, not high as you're getting high, but on a better level. And so when these drugs were manufactured, they're manufactured doing research on people whose bodies were not functioning on that level. So it's going to, of course, change the way that your medication yeah. functions in your body. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. We're going to wrap this section. Uh, so when we come back, we have enough time to talk about current state all right the current state of all the states in the united states that are where their issue is with uh legalizing cannabis we're also going to talk about 2020 legalization initiatives so make sure you come back for that i think you'll find it very interesting we'll be back in just a moment 
the Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. Live authentically. Heal naturally with Canafil. We have three unique blends for pain relief, reducing stress, and promoting healthy sleep. Visit Canafil.com for the convenience of online shopping that includes free shipping. Or if you're in Arizona, stop by our store in Phoenix for personal consultation and product selection. Our friendly staff is here to help you. All of our products have full third-party testing and a seven-day satisfaction guarantee. Call 480-599-1003 or visit Canafil.com. Canafil, giving you your life back. Tune in for In the Black. Host Bob Dickerson and his guests take a look at Black America and its socioeconomic place. In the Black will discuss the positive issues affecting Black Americans, including education improvements, business growth, closing the racial wealth gap, activism, and more. In order for America to reach its full potential, Black America must do the same. Tune into In the Black, live every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. If you are a pet owner, you know there's a special connection between us and our pets. They are part of the family. The owners of special breeds also understand the important roles they play. Tune in for Greyhounds Make Great Pets to find out more about one special breed. Hosted by Rory and Kathy Goray, along with TJ Beter, we'll focus on greyhounds, but we'll also cover topics that apply to any pet owner, like animal welfare issues, racing, and more. Listen live Fridays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Variety. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are tuned in to the CBD Ed Show. If you have a question that you'd like addressed on a future episode of our program, please send an email to info at canafil.com. That's info at C-A-N-N-A-F-Y-L.com. Now back to the CBD Ed Show. All right. Welcome back, listeners. All right. Baby boomers, this is for you. If I haven't convinced you, I got a, I got, I got a few more items up my sleeve. All right, let's do this. Uh, let's finish up. We have one more question that came in we weren't able to cover on our last segment. And that question is, what am I going to experience when I dose CBD? All right, everybody can take a stab at this one. What should they experience? And yeah, let's, let's start with you, Kim. You probably have the most exposure to customer traffic. Yeah, yeah. I mean, as I have always said, I like to start my customers, especially if they've never done anything, no CBD, uh, start low, start slow, get the feel of it. And then after about four days, you can increase or decrease however you're feeling. But you're going to feel relief. You're going to feel calm. You're going to feel, again, relief. And if you're not feeling relief, then that's where you say, I need more and I increase my dose. So this is what I think um, uh, you're not going to be high. You're, you're going to get the relief you're looking for. Whether you're taking a topical, I, I always encourage a topical and a tincture, especially if you have a, like a really bad spot that's painful or your anxiety is really high, I'll say tincture and a vape. Mm-hmm. These two things will help you all day long. Right. 
Um, but yeah, I think that's the biggest question is what, what's going to happen when I take this? Can I take it right now? Can I, should I wait till I get home? I'm like, if you that's, can, that's an important piece right there because yeah. you, you, you have the older generation going, should I drive? What's going on? Well, I mean, am I going to get in trouble? So let's clear the air. Yeah. You can take it. It does not have any psychoactive characteristics to it. Can't be any clearer. I promise you that's the way it is. Yes. And there's nothing else. Yeah. That's correct. In fact, I, th- I find that when you, when you take CBD or any other um, cannabis product like that, that you're, you actually don't even notice, notice it. it. When you notice it, what you notice is that you haven't noticed it. Right. <laughs> and, then you, and then you realize, wow, I, my neck really feels better. Right. My right. knee really feels better. And it's to the point where you just, you know, you've been just going about your business and then you realize that, wow, it must be working. Right. So, and I totally agree that for someone who's really new to CBD, go for a topical. If you have a pain location or something like that, start with something that you can just rub onto your neck or, and that's, you know, really where I started as well was, um, you know, just rubbing on my, my sore neck. And I had gone to a chiropractor and I had tried, I was taking ibuprofen every day day and I just knew it was hurting my body and so then I started with a salve and I just started rubbing a little bit on my neck in the morning and then I started with a tincture and then I realized that the combining the two I was able to make it through the day and not have the pain and it's just really amazing how it just happens yeah yeah Yeah. and there is there's reported studies we even talked about it two episodes ago uh, the effects of taking NSAIDs non-steroidal inflammation, right? That's mm-hmm. Tylenols and ibuprofens. It is. It has some huge side effects. Mm-hmm. Yes. And we shared some numbers that were pretty disappointing even for Kimberly and I to hear mm-hmm. after, after we reviewed all the research. So. And again, really, that circles back to my point in the beginning of the show mm-hmm. is that why do people take these NSAIDs and over-the-counter drugs? Because they're told to by the media. They're yeah. told to by commercials. So if we really stop to think about how we're being impacted by what's out there in the media yeah. and how it's making us choose the products that we put in our body without really knowing what it's doing. And I get it that baby boomers out there, you're saying, well, how do I know what this is really doing. Just remember that it's all natural and that there's nothing about consuming CBD that is going to hurt you in any way. Right. Yeah, that has been. And even the World Health Organization has made that statement. Um, Okay, let's move to, uh, hey, where are are the uh, positions uh, of our state when it comes to cannabis? I'm sorry, of our state's when it comes to cannabis. So here, here's how they currently dis, uh, divide the states up. Uh, so they're divided by how they feel about cannabis. And the first, first one is called green states, meaning that it's legalized both medicinal and recreational. Green states. Green states include ones you already know, Colorado, California, such as that, right? Check in on your own state. You'll figure these out. I don't want to list them all for you, uh, but it's pretty easy to do a quick Google search. And again, first first group is called green states, people that allow both medicinal and recreational. Then we have amber states. Amber states are medicinal marijuana only, CBD okay. And then again, we have a good selection. As a matter of fact, when I look at this list, most of our states are in this group, amber states. Okay, so definitely free on the medical uh, and CBD, and that's it. 
Uh, then we got an amber red state. And these states, they do not allow marijuana for any reason except for CBD products use specific reasons, you know, that are that are that are promoted by the doctor. These are called amber red states. So it's still available, but lots of constraints. And then finally we have what we call the red states. Do not allow cannabis products, period. All right, can I share those three red states? They are Idaho, Nebraska, South Dakota. You already know this if you were residing in these states, but really why I'm sharing this with you is because when you travel to those states, keep in mind Idaho, Nebraska, South Dakota, they're red states. They're currently not allowing cannabis. In any form? In any form. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, Now, anything to share on that? Okay, let's move to second piece is... What is 2020's legalization initiatives? What's going on in the ballots for 2020? And I thought the most surprising thing that is on those ballots is there are nine states that are moving to a cannabis-friendly place. And should I tell you that all three of the states on the red, the red states list, Idaho, Nebraska, and South Dakota, all have initiatives to be cannabis-friendly? Well... That's great. I know. Now, nobody in the country will be on the red states group, and I think that'll have a, uh, an effect uh, across the board for both FDA and everything else that uh, we're hoping to work towards in protecting this plant. Um, we have uh, in the past talked about how you can help in our drive to protect the hemp plant for our future generations. And really quickly, because I don't have time to go through these uh, in depth, but uh, become an educated buyer. Mm-hmm. Go online and learn. Look at reputable sources. When you go to a store or look at an e-commerce site, look for things like certifications, their product choices. We've, we've talked to many of CEOs. That was the right thing to look for. Be heard in your community participate. There are associations. You can find lists on uh, Canafil's website. You can also find lists on uh, Jill's website. Um, so go there. Go there and, uh, and uh, become educated and participate. Now, this show, I enjoyed the conversation uh, that both Kim and Jill uh, shared with everybody today. Uh, I got to tell you, at some points, I even got emotional about it, either excited or I, it just felt, sound, sounded promising to me. So I really want to, again, invite our baby boomers to come on board. Let's protect this plant. Let's not get it taken away from us. Again, I'll remind you who's going to take it away. There's a line of them, big pharma, tobacco, alcohol, government. They're all standing in line because this is a big economic winner. And hey, I'm, you know, Ed, we really have, we have a voice now that we didn't used to have. And it's through media now. So instead yeah. of being constrained by media as we, ha- as we were, you know, 100 years, 70 years ago, now we're really able to use media to our benefit yeah. in instances like your show. Yeah. So I really urge the listeners to, to seek out information and, and have their voice be heard, like you said, yeah. because the, those big, the big pharma and big oil, those companies, they don't have to win anymore. No. no. 
we have a say and we can bring this plant and the benefits to the masses. And thank you, millennial generation, because you were the generation that made this. Jill, can you share with our listeners how they can uh, contribute, understand what you do? Absolutely. So we, if you go to www.thewondercrop.com, you can find links there to all kinds of products. You'll be amazed at the products that are available today that are actually made from hemp. And uh, hemp goes so far beyond CBD. So really, we are trying to to create awareness and really drive a revolution of knowledge in how this plant affects not only our bodies, but affects our economies and the world around us, the earth. So it really is something that I urge you to, to look into. And you can find information on our website. We'll also be doing uh, events here in the Phoenix area so you can participate. And of course, these are not just going to be open to uh, CBD users, um, anyone who likes products that are are sustainable and eco-friendly. Um, there's going to be a lot of options available there. Your enthusiasm is contagious, uh, and it's a reason we have you on the show, and I know our thank listeners you. are value from that, so thank you. Um, okay, and we do not have to have this conversation end here. Feel free to pick it up on our Instagram at Canafil. Feel free to continue this conversation. We'll respond. Um, again, I want to thank both of these, Jill, Jill and uh, Kim, for uh, their participation in today's show. I want to put a uh, shout out to uh, the next show. Join Jeff and Ryan. They're going to talk with Liz Kelly about, well, Liz Kelly is just a marketing expert, so she's going to have a wealth of information. Now, thanks again uh, for Voice America Variety Channel for letting us uh, host this for you listeners. And our next episode, next Friday, will be on pet health awareness with CBD. And we see what people do with their pets these days. You will not want to miss that episode. All right. Till we see you again, protect the hemp. Hashtag protect the hemp. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for listening to the CBD Ed Show. Please join your host, Edward Cheney, for another edition next Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Variety Channel. We can also be heard each week on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Until we talk again, enjoy the upcoming weekend, and we'll be here soon.